Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. Coming up on today's episode, we got the two-minute drill of NFL Week 15. We're also going to get into the biggest takeaways from this past weekend's games. You know, playoffs. It's just, I mean, we're just a few weeks away from the end of the regular season. A lot of teams fighting for those, let's see those wild card spots. And this just seems like some of them just don't want to win now. Is it? No end of the season, getting a little worn out. You know, aside from the 49ers, it seems like everybody else is just kind of getting a little bit worn out. But anyways, um, a lot of action happening. And like I said, it's going to come down to the wire, especially with the matchups with divisional games coming up. So let's get into it. Let's get started with a two-minute drill. And those, let's get started right now. Bengals defeat the start of Saturday games. Bengals defeat the Vikings 27-24. In overtime, Jake Browning, another big day. 324 yards, two TDs. Colts defeat the Steelers 30-13. Find Garner Minshew's three touchdowns. Lions defeat the Broncos 42-17. They're down 10-4. They're trying to get up back in that top spot in the NFC um, playoff rankings. The Dolphins defeat the Jets 30-0. Raheem Mostar, two rushing TDs on a day. He now has 20 on the year. That is, that's a Miami Dolphins record. And that is more than his previous eight years combined. Big up with our team, Raheem Mostart. Browns to beat the Bears 20 to 17. Joe Flacco throwing it all over the yard again. 374 yards passing, two TDs. He to throw three picks. But the Bears almost won on that Hail Mary by Justin Fields. This came up just short. Bucks defeat the Pan, uh, Packers 34 to 20. Baker Mayfield 381 yards passing, four TDs. They're 7 7 on the year. And they're at the top of that NFC South. Texans defeat the Titans 19 to 16 in overtime. Singletary on the ground, 121 yards. They're at 8 and 6 now on the year. Chiefs defeat the Patriots 27 to 17. They improved the 9 and 5. Pat Mahomes, 305 passing yards, two TDs, and two picks on the day. Saints defeat the Giants 24 to 6 to stay in that NFC South hunt for the division crown. They're now 7 and 7 on the year. Derek Carr, 218 passing yards, three TDs. The Panthers defeat the Falcons for the second win of the year, 9-7. Falcons fall at 6-8, thanks to Desmond Ritter blowing the game for them again. Rams defeat the Commanders, 28-20. They improved the 7-7, trying to get that last spot in the wild card. Stafford, two TDs on the day. Kyron Williams falling out with 152 rushing yards on the day and a touchdown. 49ers defeat the Cardinals, 45-29. Brock Purdy, 242 yards, four TDs on the day. Bills destroy the Cowboys with a beatdown, 31-10. James Cook, 179 yards on the ground with a touchdown. Ravens defeat the Jags, 23-7. They improved to 11-3 and number one in the AFC. And the Seahawks surprised the Eagles on Monday Night Football, beating them 20-17. Drew Lock, game-winning touchdown to Jackson Smith and, Nigba, and Jigba. So there you have it. Here's your two-minute drill. And as you can see, this this NFL race is going to get heated up. Um, you know, coming up in the next three weeks, it's going to really decide these matchups. And everybody just seems to be clustered, like in that race, um, especially for the final CD two three spots, and um, you know, in the playoff race, both the AFC and the NFC. It seems like these AFC teams are just destroying the NFC teams. Um, when it comes to these matchups too, so but we're gonna get into those divisional matchups as now we're the last few weeks of the season, and that's really going to shake things up a lot. So let's hop into our first topic of the day. 
We're going to start here with Philly. The Eagles losing on Monday night, man, to the Seahawks. I know it was in Seattle. Another rainy day. Seems like the Eagles are just uh, playing all these rain games lately. Uh, but they have lost three straight now. And to allow the Seattle Seahawks to just go down the field 92 yards and get that game-winning pass in the closing seconds there from Drew Locke. Drew Locke was the quarterback. Geno Smith was out again. Backup QB. You don't take advantage of it. You lose another one. And after the game, Jalen Hurts has some words. Basically saying, hey, we're just not committed. Got to play better. And we went into the, Jalen Hurts himself actually went into the game feeling a little sick. I don't know if he had flu-like symptoms or whatever, but he was added to the injury report and then ultimately ended up playing. So, what's going on in Philly? Got turmoil in there now or what? Because... You have lost three in a row. Lack of commitment? That's what we're going to say, Jalen Hurts? And you can tell this team has been on a downfall. But look who they played. You know, their schedule got tough, and they didn't come out on top in these games. So, And they kind of snuck out a few of them as well, like against the Bills. But, um, I mean, this losing to the Seahawks, you just got... Poem last week, you know, this just, I don't think is a panic meter needs to be set. You're still 10 and 4, just like the Cowboys in the division. I mean, the Cowboys got stomped by the Bills on Sunday uh, as well. So it's not like, oh, heck's going to break loose for Philly. You're still up there, man. I, I still think they're going to win the division. But let's kind of take Jalen Hurts' words in context a little bit here. Lack of commitment. You know, the Eagles just seem like there's this. It's been like it was like that way last year. Let's just say this. Last year, remember, they had the easiest schedule in the league. They kind of rode right into the playoffs, got the bye, and it was kind of smooth sailing for the most part. Even though they weren't clicking on all cylinders. Got to the Super Bowl. It lost. No. But this year, it just seems like something even more is just off. And I think it's just their lack of identity. For some reason, they don't want to utilize the run game. They're not getting very many yards per carry. They started off the year great with that. Their defense is just hitting rock bottom. They can't stop anybody. And all that talent on a D-line, the secondary is just putrid. This is bad. You pass all over them. Darius Slay missed the game again last night. So hopefully when he comes back, you at least have some Somebody back there that can cover at least a little bit. But um, that's the biggest concern for the Eagles right now. Their defense can't stop him. They tried to sign Shaq Leonard. You know, when he got released by the Colts, he didn't really help him that much. But, um, I mean, let's pump the brakes a little bit, right? Look who they got the next three games, man. You're tied with the division lead. You got the Giants. You got the Cardinals, both at home next. And then at the Giants to finish the season. So you, when you look at it, yes, you've lost three in a row, right? Things aren't going well for this team. Those next three games are golden <laughs> to get this team back up to how it is. And I think the biggest part of it is, is this, you know what they're doing, both on offense and on defense. They line up the same way all the time. 
You don't use any kind of motion on offense. You know when they're running the ball. You know they're going to run this weird little RPO thing. But Jalen Hurts, he fakes it, keeps it, runs the sideline, then he throws it, tries to force it downfield to A.J. Brown, and that's it. That's their offense. They don't want to utilize Dallas Goddard. They seem to refuse to throw that man the ball. You got Devontae Smith on the outside as well. Like, you don't utilize your offense. You got DeAndre Swift. They actually gave the ball to him a little bit this time, this past game. You got Kenneth Gainwell. Why don't you use your backs? Run some wires, run some screens for him. You know, um, suppose we got the best offensive line. Why not take advantage of that? You got Kelsey. got Lane Johnson. Why not throw you your backs more? It seems like they're non-existent in the passing game. Why not, like, line A.J. Brown up in the slot a little bit more? Get him away from the, put him in motion. Get him running around in that offense. Same with Devontae Smith. He's fast. Run something else. It seems like we're just going to line up. A.J. Brown on the outside. Devontae Smith on the outside. We're going to be in shotgun. We're going to have the back sit to the right or the left of Jalen Hurts. We're going to hike the ball, and we're going to run around and then try and force the ball down the field to one of those guys, and that's it. Doesn't make any sense. You know what they're doing. It's been the same old, same old Philadelphia Eagles for the past two years. you got to change it up. you got to game plan something else. It just seems like Nick Sirianni is so stuck in his way. Yes, you have talented players. Utilize them. Come up with different schemes. Ben Johnson, the coordinator, like come up with different schemes to allow your team to be more successful. I don't think a lot of these guys are a lack of commitment. I just feel like it's just like, here's ABC. This is what we're going to do. We're going to keep doing it. If it works or doesn't, you know, it just doesn't matter. And that's the biggest problem with Philly because they got the talent, especially on the offensive side of the ball. But the big problem is their defense. Been laying up 32 points a game over their losing streak. They up 20 um, last night to the Seahawks. But they're just letting up too many points. And on the offensive side of the ball, Jalen Hurts is saying these things right about some of these players, I guess, on the team. But, man, you have 17 turnovers on the year you're not playing great football you're turning the ball over multiple times seems like per game uh, will it be a fumble pick something and it's partly due to you and to be fair a little bit i think he's hurt i really think something is bothering jalen hurts he just when he runs to the outside it seems like he just doesn't have that kind of explosiveness um, especially when he's running the ball in the run game. I feel like he's just taking too many hits when it comes to that as well. And it's really taking a toll. I feel like he may be actually hurt. Hurts may be hurt. And this is something Philadelphia has to change. They have to find something else with offense to change their um, identity a little bit. Something to change. Get the backs involved in the passing game. Get A.J. Brown moving around the line of scrimmage, along with Devontae Smith. 
utilize them in the slot a little bit more to get better matchups and whatnot. Uh, excuse me, I, I said Ben Johnson, Brian Johnson, Dolphins coordinator, and they actually had Matt Patricia calling defensive plays this time around. I guess that didn't work out because you all know about those New England coaches. I think Mike Vrabel was the only guy came from that um, New England scheme that uh, actually knows how to coach. You know, he's been coaching Tennessee for quite some time now. Matt Patricia calling defensive plays may not have been the best idea on Monday night either because you let Drew Locke beat you. So that may have to change back again. But Brian Johnson, hey, time to turn around. Like I said, the schedule's looking easier. We're going to talk about the Cowboys here in a sec. Giants, Cardinals, at Giants. It's a perfect time in the next three games to get back and going again, win the division, possibly get ahead of the Niners, but the Niners blew them out, so they may be really looking at that second seed, possibly even the third, depending on Detroit, but it's a perfect opportunity to change your season back around. The Niners did it. Eagles can do it, too. All right, let's talk about those um, Cowboys. You know, this and the Buffalo Bills, that was a big game this past weekend. How about them Cowboys getting smoked in Buffalo, just annihilated from the line of scrimmage. I mean, Buffalo ran all over them all day long. Josh Allen didn't even have to throw the ball. He even said after the game, he was like he got a great A. And he didn't even do anything. James Cook was just running ragged over Almost 200 yards. He actually had over 200 yards in all-purpose yards here because he was just flying by him. They weren't even blocking Micah Parsons. They ran to the other side, weren't even blocking him. He was just couldn't get to the quarterback, couldn't get to the running back. It was just an annihilation in Buffalo. So these Cowboys, they're 10-4 and four now. Tied with the Eagles still. They had an opportunity, didn't take advantage. How about them Cowboys? They're always going to be all right, right? They're always going to make you believe. And when it comes down to it, they're going to disappoint you every single time. They did it again, right? They can't win on the road against winning teams. They're undefeated this year at home. And have a losing record against winning teams. So, so be it, right? Dallas Cowboys, look at their remaining schedule. This is why this whole Philly Cowboys thing, I think Eagles still going to win the division. Cowboys next play at Miami, then they get the Lions, then they're at the Commanders. They could very well lose two out of three of those final games and fall down to about the fifth seed. So, the Cowboys, you got the Miami Dolphins, number one ranked Dolphins in the league. On Christmas, that's a huge game. They're going to get probably get Tyreek Hill back. You're going to have a, the whole squad in Miami healthy, right? On defense, they may get Xavier Howard and Chevin Holland back too. So they'll be able to stop you. Um, that's a tough matchup. Then you get the Lions. What's Jared Goff going to get? He's been playing really well um, this past game. So, um, it's like, so, NFC East, man, this is, it's just the way it is with the Cowboys. What else can you say really about it? They just can't finish the deal. They're going to have a first-round exit, I believe, in the playoffs again. 
because they're probably going to face Detroit. That's going to be an interesting matchup a couple weeks from now because they may have that matchup come uh, the first round of the playoffs, depending on how the seating works out. So um, what are you going to do, right? What are you going to do, Dallas? Dak Prescott can't. For some reason, this struggles against winning teams. We have 134 passing yards of the day. Like, that's horrible. MVP candidate, no more. That's it. It's over. Right? So let's talk about the Bills. Now, the Bills, on the other hand, ever since offensive coordinator Joe Brady got promoted to that spot and started calling the plays, this Bills offense has been lights out. You know why? They're not just passing the ball. They're not going out there being like Ken Dorsey and wanting to call 55 pass plays for Josh Allen and then the run plays is for him. Guess what? James Cook's been balling the last three weeks. The rest of the game's been going. Him, Murray, doesn't matter who's back there. They're running the ball efficiently, and it's creating balance. It's opened up the play-action game, and it's opening up. Even though Stephon Diggs doesn't have those crazy numbers, it's opening up. The passing game. Um, because you still got him, right? You still got Gabe Davis. He's been a, he's more of a run blocker now, but you got Dawson um Knox back. That was the other key part in the Bills offense. Dawson Knox, he's been in IR and he came back a couple weeks ago, and now you run those two tight end sets with him and Kincaid, and that's really helped out the running game again. It's a big part of the running game. So having him Knox back has really changed this offense for Buffalo. And, of course, Joe Brady calling the plays. Now it makes Josh Allen seem more efficient. He's not going to turn the ball over. He's not, you know, you're not getting the ball in his hands. <laughs> like, you're not making him throw 50 times a game. You know, it's going to decrease your turnovers and odds of actually throwing an interception or something. So that's one thing uh, the Bills have really done well over the case of the last few weeks. And now they're 8-6. and six. They're still, like, on the outside looking in in the playoff hunt right now. I think they're currently ninth because the other teams like the Colts and whatnot hold tiebreakers currently. But I expect the Bills to get in the playoffs. And if they get in the playoffs, I would not want to face them. As long as they stick to this identity where it's creating great balance on offense, defense is not on the field that much. They're making plays on that side of the ball. They're able to make more plays, right? Um, so. And a big thing, they got the Chargers next. We all know what happened. They fired their, their head coach and whatnot. So they're in a little turmoil themselves. So it's a great opportunity for these Bills to just get into the playoffs. I would not want to face them if I'm Kansas City. You know, if I'm, uh, who else can this like really get in there? You know, if even if I'm Miami. They face them on the that's the season finale. That could with Miami's schedule. You got the Cowboys, you got the Ravens, and you got to finish with the Bills. The Bills still have another you know, two games out. They still have an outside chance and win the division. That's something to look out for in the in the coming weeks. All right, and that's going to do it for today's episode. And thank you all for joining me here on Sports Talk from the crib with your favorite sports host Tanner Christian. Remember, new episodes are airing every Tuesday and Friday. It's available on all streaming platforms as well as the website, sportstalkfromthecrib.com. 
Um, you can stream the podcast on there as well and check out the little blog posts of the Player of the Weeks and whatnot. So be sure to check out that. You can also subscribe to the monthly newsletter and follow us on social media. It's at Feel the Heat Entertainment. We're on Feel the Heat ENT. It's on Instagram, Facebook, uh, X, and YouTube. So go ahead and give us a follow, subscribe on there. Thank you all for joining me again. Catch your Friday. We're going to get in some marquee matchups on that episode and see what's coming up on this weekend's game. Next, next weekend's games. A little more stuff, too. So be on the lookout for that. Thank you all for joining me again. Enjoy the rest of your day. Catch you next time.